Are you ranking for the right keywords? Well, Gummy Cube can help your users find your app through search on the app stores. Ranking for the right keywords can increase your reach by five to 10 times what you currently have. So go and check out Gummy Cube. I highly recommend it. Go to www.gummycube, that's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com, and go and check out their App Store optimization service. And thank you very much, Gummy Cube, for supporting this show. Let me thank my sponsor, AppPress. Are you a creative person? Do you want to get involved in this creative process of building apps? Well, how about this? You can build edit and update native mobile apps without knowing a single line of code, code free. It's all about dragging and dropping. The design of AppPress is clean, it's intuitive. Uh, the interface that it really puts all the tools together that you need to build apps completely code free. And you can see what your app is it look, it looks like as you're building it. It's great. I highly recommend going to AppPress. So go to www.app-press.com forward slash features that's www.app-press.com forward slash features, all lowercase. And thank you very much to AppPress for supporting this show. Hi, this is Tim Sinclair, founder and CEO of Ringer, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Before I start the show, I do confess that I had a little bit of a technical issue with my microphone. So I've edited down my side a little bit uh, to, to make it a bit easier for you to listen to. You still get the content from the guest. I think it's still a very good episode. Uh, apologies for a little bit of crackling on my side, but let me get into the episode now. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. It's it's Paul Kemp. And I love this podcast. I seriously love it. I say every episode, it's a global podcast. We do go around the world and that is what I'm doing for you. I go and interview and chat with some of the most interesting entrepreneurs that are just making inroads into, into what they're doing and crushing it. And and when I say global, I mean global. So here we are. I'm chatting with someone who is it calling in from Cambodia. Okay, so uh, his name is Chris Reed, and he is the founder of Ardor SEO. You can go and actually check out his uh, website just by going to ardorseo.com, and I'll have full show notes uh, at uh, theappguy.co episode three two one, and you can get links to his his website. Uh, Chris is here to talk to us about. Uh, SEO websites, and I think it's going to be very relevant to us app entrepreneurs. So, Chris, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So, I, I tell you the the thing that the listeners will be really wanting to know is that we are app builders. We do a lot of stuff with apps, but we do know that we need websites. We need websites to drive traffic to because that ultimately then leads to more downloads. Uh, what could you help us with in terms of? like just having a web presence and sending traffic to to the websites well i mean that's a that's a pretty big open-ended question yeah. just there <laughs> <laughs> but funnily enough that's uh that's how i kind of got started in the game myself i uh years ago I w i'm a software engineer and i was playing around building an online game just kind of to learn some new skills i'd never done internet programming before and uh as the little game was uh, coming to fruition, I started wondering, well, how, how am I going to get people to play it? And so I started researching about SEO, and then you know I developed my business from there. Uh, 
obviously, if you're an app developer, I mean, you, you don't really want to be an SEO yourself because it, you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's a whole industry in itself. I mean, to keep it simple, you you want to, you know, your apps out there solving some sort of problem, you know, like whether it's to help scheduling or you know bookings of something or whatever your app does, then you should clearly have that on your website. So. Because generally when people go to Google, to, they're looking to solve a problem. So they're typing in, you know, how do you, you, know, how do you fix some scheduling problem or how do you, how do you solve this? And so as, if your website clearly states that that's what you do, then, you know, it should be pretty easy for Google to pick it up and, you know, show you at the top. But it depends, again, how competitive your niche is. Yeah, Sorry, that's I mean, a bit, uh, no, listen, I mean, it's... it's uh actually really relevant because what we've, we're learning is that there's a big divergence between how people search on the app stores and, and how they actually search within Google. But you've just reminded me that, of course, all the apps tend to solve certain problems. Why are we not making more use of the internet and, and Google search and putting uh, websites up that would then direct traffic uh, to certain solutions of those problems that ultimately then go to the the download page yeah for sure i mean you know google's trying to help the user you know it's their goal to make search as easy as possible for the person that's visiting google to find find what they're looking for so you know generally if you've got a niche app there's not going to be that much competition in the marketplace i dare say i mean you know, if you had some sort of hotel booking app then you were competing with you know booking.com and hotels.com then yeah it's going to be different but you know it, it, it's always every niche it depends the value of that niche to how competitive the search is going to be so you know you got to work that out for yourself right but chris i kind of skipped over this and and again this is for an inspirational podcast i've had people who are listening to this right now who have changed their lives because of listening to the guests and and you have a very inspirational life because you're there in Cambodia working with very good internet speed uh, in a, on an online business. Perhaps you could just take a minute to describe your surroundings and uh, and what it's like to actually be based in Cambodia. Uh, well, I, f- I first came to Cambodia about four years ago, and I was just kind of passing through on my way to the Philippines. I had I already had lots of online staff in the Philippines then. And so I was, I was heading there because, you know, the Philippines got excellent English skills. And I've been living there the last three years and built our office there. And, you know, it's, it's growing really great. You know, our office manager, she worked for me online beforehand. She's been with us six years now. And, you know, she's able to manage the whole office without me there. I then came back to Cambodia because I really like it here. Plus it has, there's a lot more expats. So, you know, I... We're at that level that we can now afford to hire, you know, native English speakers, which is, you know, they generally have a bit better skill set, which is what we're after now. Like, since moving moving to Cambodia, which was in November, and we only opened the office here in January, and since then we've hired Serge, our project manager. He's from Belgium, and, you know, he's got... a so much knowledge that you know we don't have so he's bringing so much more to the team and allowing us to you know get a lot more out of our team and you know grow grow a lot faster so, so let me understand where you are in your entrepreneurial journey then you're building out your team uh, from cambodia yeah i mean 
like as as I said, there's so many expats because it's a really fun place to live, Phnom Penh, and so there's a lot of people that want to have experience something different. Like an another guy that's just started working with us, he's a a British salesman, and you know he works great. He he now focuses on our British clients, you know, because people always have a better rapport from people with their own country. So, you know, like the majority of our customers are Australian because I deal really well with Australians. So I'm hoping that he'll have the same ex same success in the UK and really grow our business there. What, what sort of budget do you need to have to live to live there in Cambodia? Uh, well, it, it varies. I mean, that's one thing I do love about Phnom Penh is... You can you can go get dinner for a dollar or two, and you, you know. And then there's all the expensive restaurants where you can go and eat for. In fact, there was a French restaurant that nearly blew my head off the other day. I went, man, how you wouldn't find something this expensive in Paris? So it's got all all ends. But generally, you know, a nice restaurant's going to cost you about five six dollars for, you know, a, a really nice meal. My best friend from university. We've both been building our own businesses over the last couple of years and he's based in the UK these days and it, I, it just blows my mind like the struggle that he has because yeah he's got to pay for getting around the UK and living in the UK and he's looking at hiring his first salesman now and just the expense of it it, it blows my mind I'm like wow mo move out to Asia and hire a, you know five salesmen here <laughs> right okay so let's talk about your journey then with um, Ardor SEO well I mean SEO is a, a, a ever-moving game. It's kind of uh, us against Google all the time. You know, Google's trying to provide the best search without anyone doing anything, and that would work fine. But until someone starts doing SEO, then everyone has to do SEO. You know, it's it's whoever's SEO'd their site the most is going to get all the traffic. And you know, every keyword's worth a lot of money. Like you know, plumber New York. You imagine how much that's worth. You know, but um, so. What we generally do is we work with web design companies and SEO companies, and they deal with their customer and the on-page sort of stuff. So they make sure that the page is describing the products that the customer has and the, the solution that it fixes the problem and that kind of stuff. So Google knows what the page is about. And what we do is build the authority of that page and the trust of that page with off-page, off it's called off-site SEO. So one of the fundamental things on with Google, so if you've got two websites that have the you know pretty much the same product and the same quality, you know, which one's it going to put on top of the other? It's going to be the one that has the the most trust and the most authority. And that that comes from who's linking to you. So you can imagine if you're a you know you've got a pod a, an app about you know whatever. And the BBC has written an article about you and are linking to you, then that's going to give you so much trust and credibility with Google. You know, so it's it's who's linking to you and who's talking about you that that, that Google's looking at, and then they'll throw you on on top of your competition. And right. that's what we do. That's what we do. If you're genuine, ho hopefully there will be a genuineness c come back, and uh, you you tend to get the best from the internet if you, if you. Yeah, are open and genuine and transparent. Yeah, I mean, I, I've actually got some evil guy at the moment that's kind of cyberbullying me and trying to harass me. And, you know, I just take it like it, that it's that I've got to a level now that I kind of have criticism. It makes me feel like a celebrity, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, you imagine how many people say bad things about Paris Hilton. Um, not yeah. that she's awesome or anything, but it's like, you know, she's just got to deal with it. That's her celebrity status. And so if you're going to be on the internet at some point in time, someone's going to say bad thing about you. <laughs> Does it really stop you doing what you're going to do? Um, how expensive is uh, the whole SEO? Oh, I mean, that's really hard. It's, it's you know, the return on investment. The, you know, you can start off very small. You can go real big. You imagine how much, you know, corporations spend on SEO. But one thing that a lot of corporate companies like is like Google AdWords and Facebook marketing. Because you get, you can instantly see what it, what the results are. Like SEO is a lot uh, it's hard to judge what is getting you there because you have to do so many different things, you know, manipulate your website and make good content, get links there and, you know, get social traffic and and your rankings go up, but it's hard to ascertain exactly what it, what it was that made your rankings go up. And Google want to keep it that way. Like I think with Google's updates about two years ago when they brought in the Penguin and Panda, which really scared the devil out of everyone, was to shake a lot of money out of SEO because Google doesn't make any money from SEO. They make money from AdWords when people pay for advertising on Google. And so I think it scared a lot of people out of the SEO realm. So rather than, especially big business, they, they just don't want to touch it. They'd rather go and spend the money on AdWords because you know what you're going to get. I mean, it's, it's very expensive, but you know, you, you know if you spend $100, you're going to get X amount of clicks. I mean, obviously, our goal here for the audience is to send people to a website that ultimately gets them to click that little icon that says download our app. And it can either be the Google Play app or the Apple App Store app. There's cer certainly uh, split testing is, is very valuable. There is a tool that will come to me in a little bit. Uh, Neil Patel's tool. Ah, uh, now he is an ex-guest on this show. So ah, yeah. Well, you, well he just reminded me. Yeah, he's, he's got a great tool for split testing. Um, maybe you should put it in the in the. Oh, it's got a really funny name, but anyway, maybe you should put it in the crazy egg. Crazy egg. That's it. I finally thought of it. <laughs> the thing that I wanted to to kind of suggest is well, this is what I did when we were quite small. And it could probably work in the app zone too, is like know who your customers are, so know what they want, so you know about your app. But then you can also get their reviews. It's like, you know, get them to like your Facebook page, get get them to follow you on Twitter. You know, it's something I've been testing out with Twitter recently is I always get people following me, which I don't even tweet anything, so I'm not sure why. But <laughs> I've been tweeting directly to the people that follow me and hashtag something like SEO or marketing or content marketing. And then I get a stream of new followers <laughs> and oh, it just really? keeps growing. Yeah. So let's, 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 let's break that down. So you get somebody who follows you, you then do an app back to them. Is this a physical thing or are you using a tool to do it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing it manually. So when someone <laughs> follows me, I, I get an email and then I send them a direct message through Twitter. You know, it's public to everyone. I say, oh, thank you, Paul, for the, you know, for the follow, hashtag SEO, hashtag marketing. And then 10 minutes later, I'll have three more followers. <laughs> wow. Okay, there's a good tip. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like even, the, even those tweets, quite a few of them get favorited by other people. And I'm, I'm still trying to work out what's going on there, but, you know, it, it certainly builds your profile. So let me thank my fantastic sponsor, Gummy Cube. Gummy Cube 
are the world's experts when it comes to App Store optimization. Now, I want you to think about how hard it is to convert potential users of your app if they're not even finding you. I mean, App Store optimization should be the starting point for any app. And there's no point in having the world's best app if, if no one can actually find you in the App Store. So you need to be thinking about App Store optimization, which covers keywords, description, screenshots, icon. They will help you with this. They are gathering a lot of data from the App Stores and they are enabling app developers to just have their apps discovered by appearing higher up in the App Stores, both for search and for the charts. So to go and check them out, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And I want to thank Gummycube for just continuing to be such an awesome sponsor of the show. So let me tell you about my fantastic sponsor called AppPress. Now they have been the highest upvoted product on Product Hunt for an app creation tool. They have so far, as I'm recording this, uh, 589 upvotes. And you know, it's great because you don't need to take my word for it. Let's just look at some of the comments that are being said about AppPress. Uh, Brent Summers says, looks awesome. What are some of the most popular consumer apps? And Grant Glass, the founder, says that several popular apps have been created using AppPress. We've got Nordstrom, Verizon Wireless, and if you want something fun, The Best Teaser by Tyson Kelly. And uh, another comment here by Trey Sims, love it. This will lead to great democratization of beautiful interactive marketing, creative can content campaigns. And Liam says, love to play with this, like the concept already. So loads of people are loving AppPress, so what are you waiting for? Go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for sponsoring this show. Yeah, um, that's good advice. Um, now, there's two things we like to do, actually, Chris, before we say goodbye. Uh, this, I do this with most guests. Is One, that we like to try and come up with new ideas for businesses or apps. Would you be able to give us a a like a big pain point that you're, you're currently experiencing in your in your work now the the real pain at the moment is that i'm out of my depth of knowledge so as i said i'm a software engineer and we're currently building a sales team you know i've always been primarily the sales guy but now we've got a couple sales guys and it's something that i don't know how to do so i'm not sure how you solve that problem if i did i'd have it solved but <laughs> Yeah, I'm reading a lot of books and trying to, you know, learn how to, you know, that, that's the primary re reason why we have a Belgian project manager now. He's taking over so much of my job to manage all the other staff and allow me to focus on sales and building that sales team. I think you come up with a very interesting idea and there are some apps that potentially solve this already, but I think there's more room to get to what, what they say niche down. Communication is... Is, you know, speaking with peers about your business and their ideas. I mean, there's there's a great uh, website that I joined recently. I haven't I haven't been included in a members yet, but it's called a oh, where's my brain? Um, a mastermind. So you know, like people have like masterminds where they discuss their business plans and how things are going and whatnot. To where, where you signed up for this, it was really good. It had like you know, where's your business at? Like you know, your part-time, your full-time, you know, estimated revenue. 
and then kind of like how important is it for people in the mastermind to be at your level or higher or lower and if in the same time zone or same country and I, th I thought hopefully it'll you know be able to generate some good people to speak with I mean that my best friend is going through a similar journey you know, we have skypes regularly and discuss he's a completely different business but you know we, we discuss each other's businesses all the time and try and throw around ideas of what works and what doesn't and you know help each other grow okay here's the app idea this is a genius yep. idea right there's a lot of different apps that do different things that but but there's no app that is dedicated towards masterminds and mm -hmm. and, and then specifically like uh, channels or certain types of mastermind. And if you had like an app that was a curated list of masterminds and then had all the tools uh, within that app so you could record the conversations during the mastermind and refer back to them when you need to. Uh, and you could maybe get, um, uh, when you're having the mastermind, you have um, an, a virtual assistant join that mastermind and they transcribe the content and, and put that into your notes. How cool would that be? I'm in. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, is the one or two apps that you, you've, you, you use that you could recommend that you think we may not have come across before? Uh, for a for a computer geek, I'm not that geeky. I I don't really use many apps. I mean, I, the the main thing I use is my Google Calendar on the you know, front page of my that's a, on my home screen. That's the main app that I use. Chris, this has been wonderful. I honestly w wish I wish I was there with you, Cambodia. I think I will be pretty close to you at some point, um, Bali, uh, which is not too far away. And um, uh, stone throw. But thanks for coming on the show, talking through uh, Ardo. Is there anything you feel that we missed out on, or? Um, uh, I mean, not at all. I mean, any time any listeners want to have a chat about SEO, I mean, I live and breathe it. You know, feel free to contact me anytime, and I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. How do we do that? How do we contact you? Uh, my direct email is chris with a K, K-R-I-S at ardor, A-R-D-O-R, SEO.com. Great. And I'll say as I'll make that sure that goes in episode 321 of the show notes. Chris, wonderful. Enjoy uh, the rest of the day there in Cambodia. And thanks for coming on the App Guy podcast. Awesome, Paul. Thanks very much you that this show is sponsored by gummy cube gummy cube are a big data company that are collecting data into data cube which is pulling data from the app stores google play and the apple app store so go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store go and check them out it's www.gummycube.com thank you very much to gummy cube they're just such a great supporter of this show remember to go and check out app press uh, they set the stage for a very compelling creative process that lets you build and edit and update a native mobile app all completely code free uh, they have a very clean design very intuitive interface uh, so it's just easy to pick up and start building apps uh, i'm a very big fan of app press i'm so uh, glad and honored that they support the show uh, i do highly recommend that you just go and check them out have a look at it you can go and uh, look at all the features uh, at, by going to www.app-press.com uh, thanks very much to app press for supporting the show so we're back to the end of another episode. And as always, I've been going through every single review. If you have left me a review and you haven't heard it, then go back to some of the past episodes and try and figure out the date order. I run through them in date order and I have now got uh, 
a good way through all my five stars. It has been the most inspirational thing I've done in terms of uh, giving myself a big boost from you, my listeners, my Appster tribe. If uh, you haven't left me a review yet, what are you waiting for? It does mean a massive difference to not only me, but to people helping people find this content and and just sharing the love. So if you share my belief in giving back, do it now, give back, leave me a five-star review. Okay, so let me finish off the reading out the five-star reviews, 23rd of May, 2015, and uh, Rules, who I know uh, we've been in contact with, uh, amazing and essential Australia. I have never encountered a podcast that is just so genuine and keeps things real. It is the essential handbook for every budding and seasoned app entrepreneur. Well, I always try and keep it real, rules, and I really do appreciate your uh, feedback. Now, this is actually the first uh, review from the Republic of Korea, uh, Mix1009, and I'm afraid I have absolutely no idea what that says, but thank you very much for the five-star review. Uh, that is all in Korean. Uh, beautiful language there. I'd love to learn that someday. Ah, uh, oh, okay, so here's the English version, Mix1009 uh, from Australia. And so, best podcast for app developers. There are many technology-based podcasts about app development, but there are not many that is focused on the people making the apps. You can listen to other developers talking about their approaches, Paul interviews app developers and app-related people around the globe so you can get diverse and interesting stories. There are already more than 300 interviews. Well, thank you very much to my Korean friend who obviously then has an account in Australia as well. Thank you so much. And uh, here's another five-star review. 1st of June, 2015 from Australia. RIM21. Uh, creativity and thought provoking. I am always looking for ways to expand my knowledge and to help me through a crux with my journey in app development. The App Guy podcast is a valuable resource which often provides that small gem of timely information to help me through. Totally recommend subscribing. Well, RIM21, I really do appreciate the feedback and I appreciate everyone's feedback. Remember, go and leave me a five-star review if uh, hopefully I've made you a little bit guilty <laughs> because I've read every single review out and you've listened to this show if for any length of time and you haven't left me a review, well, shame on you. Get a review in your default Apple podcasting app or uh, on iTunes. It makes a big difference. And uh, thanks very much. Uh, you do, do always feel free to get in touch with me. I'm very approachable. You can get me on Twitter, Paul underscore S underscore Kemp. That's Paul underscore S underscore Kemp, K-E-M-P. Or you can get me uh, on email, paul at theappguy.co or on my website, theappguy.co, where a lot of stuff is uh, show notes and things, resources and uh, yeah, all the, the back catalog as well. So thank you very much for those five-star reviews and I look forward to delivering another episode to you shortly. Bye for now.